Welcome everyone. Welcome to uh, yet another episode of the Worldview podcast. This is, uh, you know, the uh, the usual podcast. We're not doing any uh, series this time. Uh, this is an episode uh, we're doing on uh, on quantum computing. One thing I did forget is to mention the uh, the the names of uh, the, uh, the 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 hosts. So uh, this is still Ariane. And my name is still Mahlun, yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm so excited. I didn't even, uh, you know, uh, remember uh, to do it properly uh, the, according to the structure. But um, yeah, we were going to talk about uh, quantum computing. What could be uh, more exciting about that? Uh, maybe going to Mars could be a little bit more exciting than that. But, uh, that, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's among the, you know, top uh, most exciting things uh, in the world, uh, I feel like. But um, so uh, sh- sh- shall we begin, uh, Mahlun? Is, is there anything... Yeah want to add or like what what is your feeling you know surrounding uh, quantum computing for instance what, what do you feel to, do you feel? to be honest i have no idea what you mean with quantum computing so um yeah i would just say enlighten me and i will be asking questions so you haven't heard road. anything about uh, for instance um google's uh, quantum supremacy uh, in the la- in the last no. uh, couple of months no okay no, I haven't heard. Well, IBM's IBM's uh, quantum computers uh, or um, uh, quantum bits, qubits, nothing. Okay. No, all right. Nothing, so, nothing at all. A, so we very, yeah, we have a very long podcast uh, coming out then. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if, if <laughs> I think so. <laughs> no, but okay. So the structure of this podcast very simple. We're going to talk about two topics. First, we're going to talk about what is um quantum mechanics yeah the the so the first we're going to talk about what is quantum computing and in that we'll talk about what is quantum mechanics and then the next uh topic would be what are some of the you know more useful implications of uh, quantum computers right and um so perhaps more interesting now that i'm uh, talking to you about it is to start with the second one and then go to the first one because you know it's it's more interesting to see why are we learning all this right why yeah. are we talking about this because of the implications right so quantum computing in its essence as we will uh, dive deep into um, in the next uh, couple of minutes um, is about having more brain power or having more computing power in that sense right and uh, you might ask okay so having more computing power uh, what could be the benefit of it, right? Uh, the benefits are endless. It's basically uh, the telling me that, or it's basically me asking you, Mahlon, if you were smarter, what would you do? You know, you could do anything, you know, it's, it, yeah. it's just all your probabilities in life, you just would have a better life, right? In the same sense, we would have a better earth or better humanity as if we could, you know, uh, utilize uh, the, the powers of quantum computing uh, better. Um, we will come, go deeper, uh, dive deeper into why quantum computing uh, is, uh, in fact, uh, a better way of, uh, you know, computing than uh, the normal binary computing yeah. uh, that we dealt with. But uh, some of the implications of quantum computing um, could be, uh, you know, like the big problems that uh, normal computers uh, either can solve or would take, I don't know, uh, literally ages, thousands of years to solve. So such, for instance, as? such as uh, climate change, right? Climate change is a, is a classic uh, pro- problem of uh, optimization. You need to, uh, you should, you want to take, the, take uh, advantage of all the resources you have, make the most money, be as prosperous as you can, 
while preserving the environment, right? While yeah. uh, not, uh, uh, you know, uh, increasing the CO2 uh, levels uh, dramatically, right? So this is a classic optimization problem. Optimization problems, uh, just to have a, you know, you know brush up on, uh, on our uh, math, uh, you know, kind of history. Uh, optimization problem is a classic math, uh, math like subsection is a, is a, is a very um, known one. And uh, in it, you just uh, calculate, right? Calculate uh, what is the most optimal. And if you remember um, the economics, for instance, you have the point of diminishing return, right? So that's yeah. what happened uh, before this point, before this uh, optimization uh, point, you will have, uh, um, you still have some space to uh, give more and get more. But after this point of optimization, uh, your returns will be diminished. So you would, be able to add more, but you will get an increasingly less uh, uh, number of output, outputs or uh, uh, less uh, amount of outputs, basically. I'm a little, uh, we're going a little abstract or philosophical here, but I thought it's, uh, it would be worthwhile to uh, mention what we were talking about, um, yeah. how this could help. Another uh, perhaps example of uh, quantum computing could be uh, cybersecurity. Um, so, the whole premise behind cybersecurity is, uh, of course, uh, as uh, some of us already know, uh, the, the fact that cybersecurity works in the way of finding uh, new prime numbers, right? And it's cybersecurity, like all it works with is prime numbers and computing uh, more advanced or more complicated prime numbers, right? And uh, one of the concerns with com quantum computers is that if you if they are in the hands of uh, you know the few uh, not do gooders basically, um, yeah they, they can hack anything they can ha hack literally anything because uh, it has more brain power and it can generate uh, random sequences of uh, prime numbers much uh, quicker uh, or more, much more efficiently than a, a normal binary computer. So in that sense, um, some of cybersecurity is both a threat and an opportunity uh, for uh, quantum computing. Yeah, so, um, so basically you need to make sure that it will come in the right hands. But yeah, that's never possible, of course. But Well, that's that. But then you come with the solution of Elon Musk to uh, just, uh, you know, democratize it. Because in general, we see that uh, the population of the Earth, uh, the majority are good, right? So uh, 51 percent, uh, 51 percent plus, uh, are good, and um, we have some bad players. Uh, I don't uh, disagree with that. But if you give it to everyone, then uh, the chances of those few bad people, uh, you know, kind of succeeding is uh, much less than uh, just uh, giving it to an elite group of uh, you know few. Um, another perhaps um, interesting. Uh, implication of uh, quantum computing i'm just you know kind of uh, we're just uh, brainstorming and uh, yeah. a little bit theorizing here because uh, the opportunities are literally endless right it's literally like uh you you have someone smart you're meeting someone smart and you're asking yourself okay so what can i ask him to help me in my life it's endless you can ask him anything and he can or she actually you know uh, hashtag feminism yeah. she can actually have <laughs> help with anything right literally anything so um one but, other... but what will be the cost of such a computer what if you if it is if it will be so valuable how will it be accessible for like the normal people for you and me 
Yeah, so today the costs are the, the humongous, even for uh, huge companies are human, humongous, especially because uh, all these com computer, uh, computation um, um, speeds uh, would actually mean that uh, they would need to compute uh, a lot faster. So what they're using instead of a silicon uh, kind of base, they're losing a gold base because gold uh, kind of uh, transfers heat uh, much, uh, much quicker than a sil that, that, that yeah. silicon. So, um, so it's, it's, it's it, it, and you know, having gold in your computer isn't that cheap, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> so, um, but that's, uh, that's the classical, uh, kind of, um, the pattern of, uh, recurrence with, uh, with technology and new technology everywhere. So first it's, uh, it's the special few or the, uh, you know, uh, the, the privileged few that, uh, that have it as they, uh, uh kind of. Uh, go step by step and advance in it. Um, it can be available to uh, more and more people, and then uh, we will we'll have uh, you know um, hopefully uh, revolutionary um, uh, entrepreneurs such as uh, you know Bill Gates or Steve Jobs of uh, the new era, uh, where uh, instead of um, you know kind of uh, making um, personal computers, uh, personal binary computers uh, available to everyone, they would make uh, personal uh, quantum computers uh, available to everyone. Yeah, but what, so, what 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 do you expect that this will do to the yeah to the whole whole game, right? The whole industry, also for entrepreneurship, right? Because everybody can with a quantum computer, at, at least how I interpret it, is can be smart and can have a lot of good ideas with solving big problems. Um, so everybody be will be smart. What what how can that benefit the whole world, right? It increases uh, it increases uh, productivity. So I just want to be very careful here that uh, uh, we don't uh, oversimplify or we don't uh, become blind optimists, uh, saying, "Oh, uh, this will uh, this will solve everything." No, this won't solve everything because humans will stay uh, the human as uh, as long as it goes, uh, unless uh, you know we change something up here. So uh, yeah, you know we will have uh, the usual uh, problems of I don't know racial inequity or other uh, issues uh, they will still exist but uh, in terms of um, what would add uh, to the, the to the society uh, more productivity it's the same as uh, as the steam engine revolution is the same as uh, the um, electricity revolution is the same as the personal computer or information revolution and uh, all of these will just uh, add or increase uh, per person so per capital capital uh, productivity so instead of uh, you having to work um, I don't know uh, two hours uh, per week to earn uh, the, the, the earn uh, the income needed to uh, survive uh, mm -hmm. basically buy food and stuff uh, you would need to work one hour or half an hour right so that's that's very simplified and that's very you know macroeconomical uh, in in essence but um yeah, so that's the, hopefully that's the, that's that's the good side, right? And uh, before going like a little bit deeper, because uh, seeing the time restraints, uh, unless you have other uh, questions, I would be happy to. But uh, before going deeper into what is quantum mechanics, which allows quantum computing in return, I would like to first uh, mention one more uh, interesting implication, which which I'm uh, quite um, interested in. And that could be, uh, well, actually two. One could be ocean exploration. Uh, the other one, which I'm uh, even perhaps more, a little bit more um, in, 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 you know, excited about is uh, space exploration. 
So uh, as, uh, space ex exploration again is a is a classical um, uh, classic uh, problem of optimization because you want to uh, you want to transfer uh, tran tra transport as much cargo and as much valuable uh, stuff uh, chief among them uh, people uh, crew. Uh, to the space, to any uh, you know, on the, uh, you know, the, any possible location uh, as possible, without occurring any uh, you know detrimental loss of that cargo. So, for instance, yeah. uh, for uh, transferring people, you don't want uh, those uh, those people to uh, get cancer because of the uh, the effects of uh, uh, lack of um, you know the non-existence of um, um, uh, atmosphere around them, right? Uh, because sun has you know uh, ga mm -hmm. gamma yeah. uh, rays and they would uh, actually kill you. Um, uh, and a another example could be space uh, space uh, colonization. So basically, um, you know where and how and by how much uh, should we uh, kind of cover uh, the uh, the face of the, the colony uh, in order to uh, kind of uh, defend it from gamma rays or other uh, issues um, in space. So th th there are a lot of uh, implications, but. Uh, these are, you know, kind of um, sci-fi-esque. Uh, yeah. What, just for me to have a better understanding, what kind of time frame are we talking about? Is it within five years, 10 years, 20 years? Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a very good question, uh, Mohlon. That's a, that's a very good question. If you knew the uh, timing, please uh, let me know as well so I can also <laughs> invest uh, massively in, the, in quantum computing. But one thing that could be helpful in the, to, to answering your question, obviously I don't have the answer to, but one thing that could uh, help us uh, kind of explore this area is uh, Google's, um, I'm not sure whether it was Google DeepMind. No, DeepMind is artificial intelligence. But uh, Google's, uh, like they, they have their own uh, quantum computing uh, facility and division. And uh, as recently as uh, two months ago, I believe, they um they they actually said hey uh, we 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 figured it out and uh, we uh, kind of are in the next step of uh, quantum computing in terms of uh, having solved a uh, a uh, prime number problem mathematical problem with a quantum computing computer that would take a um, binary computer i think um thousands of years to solve right so something oh, wow. that would have been uh, almost uh, impossible, if not, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the, it would have taken a long time, if not impossible, for a normal computer to 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 solve it. Normal supercomputer, by the way. This is not uh, mine or your computer. This is like one of those big binary computers that um, you know helps uh, NASA to you know like uh, make some measurements, uh, etc. So these are big computers. Those big computers, supercomputers, uh, they're called. Uh, would uh, would take them thousands of years to solve uh, that that issue with the uh, prime numbers, but they uh, the quantum computing so the computer solved it. I don't know in seconds or something. I'm I'm not uh, entirely sure how how short uh, of a time frame it was, but uh, yeah, it wasn't thousands of years. Oh wow, that's um, yeah. I'm 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 hoping that it will be before I die. <laughs> <laughs> that there will that something will happen and if it will be available also on the consumer market or only for the privilege and then still a few years with everything as you mentioned um i mean so long that we are hoping i would uh, personally hope first for uh for uh elon musk's uh neural link so if neural link works neural link what would do that would like immensely change the uh the what? way you interact with the world 
What right? is Neuralink? Neuralink is uh, the idea of uh, uh, connecting your mind, your brain to the internet. Your mind, your brain with the internet. Yes. Yeah, so right now, in order to uh, have access to uh, to computing and to internet, you only have two fingers, right? Two thumbs, and that's how you you know put inputs into your you know device, whatever it is. Uh, if it's a computer, you actually have uh, ten fingers to work with. But if it's only your phone, it's only two thumbs. And um, we want to kind of uh, make that uh, output, uh, uh, the pace of output. Uh, a little bit uh, broader, right? So instead of only two fingers, if you only if you had mind, your mind connected to the internet. Again, the possibilities are almost endless, but um, suffice to say that you would have um, gotten the information. You you could communicate much quicker with the internet and with um, the, the, with the computer world uh, uh, much quicker than we can uh, do today. And as a result, um, yeah, that, that I personally think. That could uh, change things uh, dramatically, even more than. Quantum. Yeah, because your mind just has access to Google, or right? It, it, it's like how how will they figure out with tests on school and that kind of stuff? It will be quite insane. It will be really funny to see how that will develop. But that's the thing. You wouldn't need uh, tests on uh, I don't know in the history. I feel like uh, in school, or at least not in the in in the classical. Uh, sense traditional sense uh, because uh, everything it's it's up here you know yeah. all you need to do is to do a you know mind search uh, on on google uh, google mind maybe would, would be called and then uh, you know you, you know the answer to, to it what, what what would be interesting then is that they more will test people's creativity right so you are you have access to all the information in the world but just show us how you can make like a very interesting um yeah assignment or presentation or whatever to um yeah to yeah just make sure that that's also an option that will be fair i think that's a very interesting topic uh, which i would like to talk uh, talk to you about and i will just say one thing about but we need to go back to the uh, quantum computing field uh all i want to say is uh creativity mahlon uh, and uh, you know kind of uh, defying uh, the belief uh, that a lot of people have isn't about uh, creating something unique that never has been uh, uh, created. It's about building on the shoulder or walking on the shoulder, shoulders of giants. So it's about um, processing all the things that have been created in this regard and then, you know, uh, kind of uh, making a little change in them, right? So I feel it would actually dr drastically improve creativity, but that's only my uh, my opinion, and I might be a little bit of an optimist, but who knows? Um, back to the co quantum computing, I think we need to uh, you know kind of uh, go to the uh, to the essence and the uh, second part of the um, um, second part of the uh, I was going to say presentation, but our podcast of your um, presentation, <laughs> yes, <laughs> <of> my presentation, <laughs> and uh, the second time is about what's are quantum computers yeah right? how do yeah. they work basically yeah right? so exactly what is yeah. this what is this magical device that uh you know all of a sudden would uh, would help us with everything right <laughs> yeah exactly but we know what it will what, what it can do eventually but what how is that process made what is and it mind you there are there are also lots of things that quantum computers can do right so it's 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 always good to know know the limits of them and it's not like uh, this thing would uh, would help with everything there are there are you know like 
uh, feeling and stuff. Uh, maybe, maybe not yet, you know. But will it replace the binary computer, so to say? Or is it just you need to have it, it to does. get it's it? A, it's, a cost, or, it's a cost differential, right? So f for now, we won't uh, replace it because, you know, uh, I can have a quantum, I can have a binary computer with, uh, with uh, as, as less, as, as little as uh, 100 euros, right? Or 50 euros, I can buy, uh, buy something. Uh, whereas quantum computing, I think, I don't know, um, five millions or something, even higher. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, so it depends the cost uh, differential, but eventually, I would assume so. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm no quantum computing uh, specialist. But um, so what, what are quantum computing? Um, what is quantum computing and how does it work? For this, we only need to know two uh, things about the quantum world in physics. So this is one of my uh, favorite subjects. Uh, I have a few among others, but uh, physics uh, is, is an interesting subject uh, in which uh, we discuss uh, the world and how the world works, right? The laws that govern us, basically, the governing yeah. universe. Um, in physics, I think it could be worthwhile to mention uh, we have two uh, kind of major, um, I'm obviously simplifying, oversimplifying things, and the physics major could be, uh, could, could say, hey, Ian, uh, by the way, uh, you're wrong here and there. And by the way, feel free to do that. Uh, you can find our uh, email uh, in the description and uh, please let us know uh, where we were wrong. <laughs> we'll be happy to know that. But uh, regardless, there are two main, uh, I could say, laws that govern uh, our world. One is uh, about, one governs the big things, one governs the small things. The big things uh, could also be called the macroscopic things. So the things you can see with the naked eye, for instance. Yeah, macroscopic things. Macro, yeah, macroscopic, yeah. 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 And uh, like with the telescope and, and stuff, you can see them. So they're mm -hmm. super big. And uh, the other one is uh, the law that uh, governs the microscopic things. So the, you know, molecular, even, the, you know, uh, smaller than molecules, very small uh, bodies of mass. Um, or energy and uh, the big the law that governs big thing is the big things is called the uh, classical mechanics the law that governs the uh, small things is called the uh, quantum mechanics okay yeah classical mechanic also mechanics also uh, includes in it uh, you know general relativity uh, all the all the other uh, other stuff that uh, you know the classical kind of physicists uh, physicists are known for so uh, Newton's laws yeah uh, every, almost everything right everything we knew uh, whereas uh, quantum mechanics is uh, relatively uh, much more recent than uh, uh, than we thought and so it's it's probably basically like in the last uh, decade or two right everything we know about the third world and how it's different right um and it is different and that's the that's the problem so uh the, the laws of quantum mechanics actually mm -hmm. defy so they oppose some of the laws uh, mentioned in classical mechanics. So the laws for the little stuff, some, mm -hmm. in, in some cases, defy or oppose the laws for the big stuff. And that's the crazy part. So uh, Einstein, for instance, uh, in his time, uh, when was um, kind of confronted with uh, one of the truths or one of the facts about quantum mechanics, he was like, yeah, that's that's not how it works. That's that's some spooky stuff going on, and uh, I don't, uh, you know, he wasn't quite, uh, you know, supportive of uh, uh, <laughs> of the whole movement. And uh, he also once, uh, I believe, said uh, uh, 
quantum mechanics is like, uh, or this uh, effect, this event in quantum mechanics is like uh, uh, God playing dice, right? Mm, uh, with, yeah. with the events. And uh, that's, that's not possible because God doesn't play dice and everything should have a, have a concrete kind of outcome. But uh, as we will uh, dive, uh, dive deep into, this is not what happens in the quantum world. In the uh, quantum world, let me see if I'm uh, if I miss anything. Yeah. So in the quantum world, um, we also have uh, opposition to some of the usual things we learn about our normal world, such as probability. Mm. So, um, for instance, I give you this one very famous example of a um, very famous uh, thought experiment of um, Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the Schrodinger's uh, cat uh, thought experiment uh, kind of uh, talks about uh, the fact uh, the, the possibility of, you know, there was this uh, guy called uh, Schrodinger. Schrodinger guy, uh, apparently not a really a big uh, fan, uh, no, big fan of the cats. So uh, he would, uh, in, in his thought process, uh, thought experiments, he would um, put uh, a cat into a box and uh, he would also, uh, um, um, put a bomb or put a toxic, uh, toxic you know material uh, next to the cat in the box, and it would uh, oh. close the box, right? And um, in his thought experiment, um, there is a possibility of fifty percent chance uh, that material would uh, would kill the cat, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe I should have said this in the beginning, but this is this is not the real world stuff. So this. Some some of the things I'm gonna say won't happen in the in our in a big world. These the this thought experiment experiment the whole purpose behind this thought experiment is to a better uh, better display and better um, uh, better teach us about the little world. The, yeah. The, the, the micro happenings uh, exactly the happenings yeah. in the the micro uh, microscopic world. Yeah. So um, yeah, please don't uh, experiment this at home. Please don't uh, put your uh, that's, that's a bummer. <laughs> no, we're, yeah. we're, we're animal friendly, right? So, uh, <laughs> I, I <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, so the probability of uh, that bomb kind of, um, the, you know, or exploding or that um, the toxic material killing the yeah. cat would be 50%, right? Yeah. And um, so in our normal world, uh, we would think otherwise, but in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a quantum world, microscopic world, uh, you could say that um, that cat, so without having opened the box, right? So because you, you, put, you put something on the box and you can't see whether the cat is dead or alive, you can't hear whether the bomb exploded or anything. Mm -hmm. uh, in a quantum world, uh, this cat is in, in a, is, a, is in a state of superposition, meaning this cat is both alive and dead. Whereas in the normal world, you you would never said you you would never say something is both this and that you know no you would say the <laughs> that cat sounds crazy either. exactly yeah, yeah. You would say the cat is either alive yeah. or dead. or yeah not Where, and and what we have a probability yeah yeah, yeah interesting exactly but yeah the funny <laughs> thing is the cat the cat is both alive and dead and that's the same thing with uh, electrons for instance if you if you've ever seen a uh, an electron cloud. Uh, so every element has uh, some electron uh, surrounding it, uh, surrounding it, surrounding its uh, nucleus. And if you've ever seen an electron cloud, um, that cloud represents 
where electrons are. So not where electrons could be. Again, this is the quantum world, right? So it's yeah. not like this one electron could be here, like in this cloud. No, it is in this, it, it is in this area unless you can prove otherwise. So the mm. only, yeah, so back, coming back to our cat experiment, the experiment, yeah. thought experiment, the only way you can say where this cat is or whether it's alive or dead is to open up the box. Before mm -hmm. opening it, it's both. After opening it, then it's either, you know, it's, you can see mm. whether it's dead and alive. And by doing this fact, by the very fact of, open, by the very act of opening the box, you are determining the fate of the cat. Because before that, the cat was both alive and dead. But then mm. you could say you're either killing the cat by saying, oh, it is dead, or uh, you know, um, saving the cat's life, basically. But yeah, it, it, it's a funny <laughs> thought. Obviously, uh, in the molecular, uh, you know, uh, world, we're not saving any cats uh, the, the, out there, unless unless we don't know about uh, you know molecular cats uh, being alive in the uh, quantum world. Uh, could be, uh, could be, a possibility, uh, but yeah. So <laughs> that's the that's the thing with the superposition. I will um, um, uh, connect it to uh, quantum computing with uh, one more uh, final uh, terminology in um, quantum uh, physics, and uh, yeah. that is uh, what is called, um, so we talked about superposition, now we can talk about uh, entanglement, yes. Um, so entanglement talks about, uh, let's, let's proceed with this um, uh, kind of uh, cat in the box thought experiment, mm -hmm. but this time, uh, we will be a little bit even more uh, cruel to the to the cats, and uh, probably we'll have some uh, animal, uh, you know, activists uh, calling us, uh, you know, uh, jerks. And uh, uh, no, but uh, this time we will have two cats in two boxes. So each cat would go to one box. You have yeah. two boxes filled with cats, filled with bombs. Um, Fifty percent possibility uh, the bomb would explode. Fifty percent it won't. And um, in a quantum world, we learned that uh, both cats are both alive and dead, right? Yeah. Based on superposition. Now, and now the, you know, kind of the freaky uh, stuff, uh, the freaky part kind of starts to happen, actually. Um, if um, through no fault of our own, we kind of made it possible that these two boxes with cats in them were yeah. entangled, right? And don't, don't ask me how we're going to entangle them. Don't ask me, you know, this, this, this is going to be another, you know, one hour, two hour of explanation. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't even know the, the, the entire thing myself, right? But if we made the, these two boxes entangled in a quantum world, it would yeah. mean that um, there is no possibility for both cats to be alive or both cats to be dead. What does this mean? In our normal world, when we have two boxes with possibility of 50% uh, possibility of either dead or alive, if you uh, can ca calculate the probabilities, we had the probability class uh, in our marketing research, right? Yeah. Uh, so basically it's like a coin thing, right? Um, yeah. Box one could be alive. Box one could be dead. Box two could be alive. But box two could be dead. There are four possibilities, right? Mm -hmm. uh, one possibility that both boxes are alive cats in both boxes are alive possibility two, both the cats are dead in both boxes possibility three 
box one cat is alive, box two is dead, possibly four box cat uh, cats in the box one is dead, in the box two is alive, right? Yeah. These are the four possibilities we have, each of which will get a 25% uh, chance, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, the funny thing about quantum world is this is not how it works in the microscopic world. So oh. in the microscopic world, uh, if uh, you kind of open one of the boxes and you realize that uh, this cat is here, so it is alive, it would automatically mean the other cat in the other box is dead if they're entangled, right? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in order to, so when you uh, realize uh, one uh, state of the cat, uh, one state of a particle which is entangled to another particle, you automatically are saying the uh, other entangled particle has the opposite state, right? Yeah. And, uh, by, that, by, that, by that sense, it defies the laws of probability in our normal world because there would be zero possibility of both cats being dead and zero possibility of both cats uh, being alive. alive. Yeah. It's, it's always, the, you know, uh, one cat dead, one cat alive. It's just a matter of which one is which, right? And this yeah. is called entanglement. And even more freakier, and this, is, this, is, this doesn't really have anything to do with the quantum computing, I just wanted to say, uh, because it's quite uh, freaky, is this doesn't have to apply any, so entanglement in general doesn't have to apply any laws of, uh, any laws of, uh, uh, no, sorry, isn't restricted to uh, space-time. What that means is you could, uh, you know, put these two boxes in two different uh, uh, corners of the universe. Our universe doesn't have corners, but you know, you, you got the gist. Uh, you know, you can yeah. put them as far away as possible. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, with that, with no means of communications, uh, the, 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 you know, the, between the two boxes. Um, and yet, uh, faster than speed of light, you can kind of see so that there is communication faster than speed of light and you can see that the same thing would happen so you, you still you, you won't see you know two cats dead or two cats alive basically long story short i uh, might not have been uh, the best uh, kind of explainer uh, or uh, describer uh, in the even though i tried my best in uh, in the whole uh, quantum world but uh, we have already um, i believe uh, posted uh, two or three uh, interesting um, uh, videos on them, uh, two of which uh, are quite short, uh, five minutes long each, um, uh, made by TED Ed, a really good, uh, you know, um, source of uh, gaining information. And um, the other one is a, is a fun uh, kind of uh, uh, marketing uh, kind of uh, tool <laughs> on quantum mechanics uh, and teaching people quantum mechanics. And uh, it is a fun uh, marketing campaign. Um, uh, starring Stephen Hawking, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is probably apparently this uh, famous guy who played uh, in some uh, Avenger movies, uh, oh. yeah, like uh, Ant Man and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he and Paul Rudd and some other people Keanu play Reeves, like quantum, yeah, yeah, play quantum chess, and uh, that that also kind of helps you understand. But it's it's more of a fun. Uh, uh, fun yeah, I uh, saw it. It's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good to uh, good to know. Yeah. So regardless, I'll just uh, we'll, we'll just post uh, all three of them, and um, if anyone's interested for further 
uh, quote unquote research is more like you know just uh, watching things but yeah. for the reason you can also um, go there um, and now we, we talk about how this can um, kind of relate relates quantum, yeah and the quantum computing right um, quantum computers uh, made by quantum uh, computer scientists probably um, they work with the concept of superposition in mind so Whereas in a normal computer, you have a binary, uh, binary kind of code going on, so binary system going on. So uh, one uh, transistor, and you have micro transistors, right? Do you know mm -hmm. what a transistor is, right? Is the no. smallest uh, kind of, it's like neuron for our head. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Mm -hmm. neuron, neuron, neurons in your mind. You have transistors in, um, in, 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 uh, in computers. And the mm -hmm. same way, uh, kind of the same way, I mean, I'm, I'm sure uh, Mrs. May or other uh, uh, kind of uh, neurologists would, uh, would correct me here, but the same way that, um, you know, neurons work in our head, uh, computers work uh, down there, binary computers, right? So yeah. neurons uh, either uh, kind of uh, emit electricity or do not emit electricity in our head, the same way um transistors either uh you know sh not shine but uh turn uh, get turned on or turned off right mm -hmm. turning on means one turning off means zero and zero. Hence the yeah. one and zero binary system yeah so in any given uh, cpu in any given computer uh transistors are either one or zero right this is binary whereas in a quantum computer you don't have one or zero. Why? Because they're in a state of superposition. So just like the cat that uh, it's 50 dead, 50 alive, um, a quantum uh, bit, it's called, so a, a normal bit is either one. Zero. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the bits are both in the normal computers or and quantum computers, right? But okay. then yeah. the normal computers are either one or zero, right? It's mm -hmm. binary, either. Whereas yeah. in quantum, computers through some magic that i won't be able to explain or we don't have the time to explain for <laughs> mukhlan is sighing uh, there's a sigh of relief uh, i can see but, no, no, yeah. no. In, in quantum computer in quantum computers a bit is both one and zero and i think like 16 different possibilities i don't i don't remember exactly but mm. so the fact is that bit can play any role you want. It can play a role of a um, you know zero bit. It can play a role of a one bit. And um, what that makes happen is that it works much faster. You know, again, we don't want to go into you know uh, the you know the, the kind of um, the professional or high high level physics or high high level maths here. But just bear with me and trust with me. Trust. Trust me when I say that not having to be defined as either one or zero and yeah. able to be defined as both one and zero superposition, which we talked about, means that it, it can, it has the flexibility basically to compute and uh, make uh, kind of uh, values at, a, at, at, a, at, a, at an unprecedented uh, speed. So um, there was this example, uh, I'm just saying on the back of my mind, I don't have it in front of me, but yeah. uh, 
for for one like a normal uh, the kind of computation maybe like uh, thousands of bits were necessary of of a normal computer computer whereas for a uh, for a quantum computer only uh, eight bits were necessary because those eights eight bits could be you know both uh, uh, you know alive or dead or one and zero uh, At the until, same time. yeah yeah until they're giving the value to right so they, they just work much more efficiently because they're more flexible that's it you know that's that's the simple uh, way of putting it and that means that it's also faster in like searching stuff and all that kind of stuff or is that different is it because i still don't so faster in processing right so yeah processing yeah. power is what we're talking about and what is processing power is yeah is the ability to uh, for computers to do things right yeah so basically you can do multiple things at the same time so you can edit the video you can edit the podcast you can um but you can do that right now yeah, but much faster, right? With a quantum computer, is that what? Or what do you mean faster? Because right now we are not uh, restricted by the uh, by the speed of our computer. That way we can uh, edit a edit a podcast, for instance. We are restricted by the speed of our own mind to edit a podcast. So, you know, no, I mean, of uh, editing a podcast because you know it is it isn't enhancing our mind. It is enhancing the computer power. No, I mean, like, um, when you buy a computer, right, you have, like, the different uh, processors, right? You have the, the Intel 5, for instance. You have the Intel 7, which is better. The Intel 7 is better because you can do more things like photo editing, video editing, uh, while you're doing also the editing for maybe a podcast, and your yeah. computer doesn't slow down. That's more what I meant. That's that's exactly what it does, and uh, a lot. So it is unprecedented and unimaginable how faster and or, or how more how Jeez. much more powerful it would be, right? So oh, yeah. if today we have Intel five, yeah, this would be like Intel five to the power of uh, the the five uh, the, the times ten to the power of uh, I don't know Googleplex, right? Googleplex mm. is, is basically the biggest, uh, uh, you know. Um, uh, termed number right it's not yeah. the biggest number but it's the biggest term number so the biggest mm -hmm. popular or known number is like 10 to the power of 23 or something right yeah yeah three zero so it's it, it's just it's just faster yeah it's <laughs> all yeah. processing power is faster and that's why if if you can you know do uh you know i don't know the photo editing faster imagine how bigger problems such as you know global warming i said or yeah uh, disposition of people you know like uh, immigration for instance like mm -hmm. immigration again a, a very classical um uh, classic uh, uh kind of optimization problem right these people are uh kind of um, fleeing their country because of the say the, because of the risk on their lives yeah and at the same time, we don't want to overpopulate another uh, region by, you know, just admitting all of them, right? So it's it, it's a uh, it's a it's again like finding the point of diminishing return. Like what point at what point we should you know uh, do this, and at what point uh, should they go to another country? Maybe I'm uh, mm -hmm. being a little harsh here, but the the whole mathematical uh, the thinking behind it to you know the, the kind of increase or maximize uh, efficiency and maximize um, effectability uh, effectiveness 
would be um, would be yeah would be achieved by uh, quantum computing because right now we could still uh, kind of ask those questions of our normal computers but uh, mm -hmm. yeah for for some of these uh, more complicated questions it would take them uh, yeah ages to solve or lifetimes. Okay, so uh, when is possible, I'll buy a quantum computer. Is that the Tomorrow. Message? Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, they, they say tomorrow at uh, 5, uh, 5.53 a.m. I don't know why the timeline, but they said uh, tomorrow 5.53. Go to uh, the nearest Apple store and then uh, you can just, uh, yeah. <laughs> No, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's very interesting, and I'm really looking forward to what kind of changes it will have on the on the planet Earth. For instance, yeah, you already mentioned global warming, uh, but also on the education system, definitely, and um, how that will affect, and also in what time frame it will be accessible for everybody. That's my main uh my main question because it's it's of course it's good for like governments and big companies such as google apple to have it uh but if we can't use it i don't see the benefit from it not yet i right? think it's also worth mentioning that this is uh, still in its infancy and we don't know mm -hmm. a lot about it right mm -hmm. we don't even know so we are like based on the findings so far we are uh kind of foreseeing or forecasting what could be the benefits yeah but it might as well be that uh, you know like uh, 10 years later we say uh, hey uh, there is a there is a, apparently this uh, factual or evidence-based uh, restriction on the power of quantum computers and they can't do like this right so yeah. and then uh, the, the power of them the potential power of them, the power of them would actually be reduced but uh, one thing we did not mention, and I would just like to very quickly mention, is one of the problems with the normal computers is uh, the Moore's law. So I don't know if you you're aware of uh, Moore's law. Um, Moore's law. Um, I think I will now uh, mix Moore's law with Murphy's law. No, I don't know. I don't know Moore's law. Sorry. Okay, so Gordon Morse, I think he, his name was Gordon. Uh, was the co-founder and the chairman of, uh, or still um, chairman of um, Intel. And uh, Intel uh, was one of the first uh, semiconductor, uh, kind of revolutionary uh, semiconductor uh, firms that, uh, you know, really uh, changed the field in terms of CPUs and uh, you know, yeah. the execution of uh, some silicon in them, et cetera, et cetera. And he came up with this law, uh, he made it into a book, and uh, we still kind of follow him to this day that uh, every six months, the power of uh, uh, semiconductors um, and the power of computation, com computation therefore, uh, per, I don't know, centimeter or per, uh, per meter squared uh, gets doubled. So every six months, the power, of, uh, the, the power of computers get doubled. And why is that? Because uh, based on technology, based on um, you know, the, the pace of um, the technology, uh, it is seen and it is expected that uh, we can uh, more efficiently than ever every six months, we just uh, make more impact um, the tran transistor, the tra uh, more impact um, the CPU patterns, right? So mm -hmm. we basically fit more transistors and smaller transistors into, into a, the a, small, a small yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Six months later, we'll be able to, uh, you know, 
put more transistors um, into a small surface than today they can yeah and that's yeah. after that uh, again and again and uh, it's yeah obviously more complicated than that i'm simplifying but that's but there is a point uh, in physics in normal day-to-day physics for big things that we cannot do that anymore mm-hmm. because the laws of physics you know there is just so much transistors you can put in a, in a you do understand because this is the intuitive right that there is just so much you know stuff that you can put on top of and not to say the point it's full you can run out of space you know you can't you can't put yeah infinite number of uh, yeah did you did you get the 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 entire thing yeah so it's basically that um in physics that at a certain point you can't put anything more at the surface right so it's 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 full yeah i mean it overheats and it just yeah uh, it doesn't work right you just have so much uh, surface so there will be a point in the future uh, that uh, we can't uh, you know make um, uh, twice as uh, effective or twice as powerful uh, transist uh, cpus um, uh, in six months um, time right and uh, so this quantum computing in one way could also be a solution to that right yeah quantum computing could be the next step from you know silicon uh, conducting uh, transistors to uh, um to, to to a more powerful computing uh kind of mechanism or system yeah all right interesting man so looking forward to the future already yeah <laughs> uh do you have anything else to add um, to this regard all good, uh, Aya? All good. Okay, man let's do outro um, um thank you all for listening again it's it, it's a longer episode than you uh, perhaps used to us but um yeah we'll it's it's a very interesting topic we will also link down um the videos uh which i uh, refers to and um yeah thanks for listening and please also we add our video our uh, email address as well and if you have anything to add or if you think something isn't correct or uh, maybe oversimplified just let us know and then we're happy to uh, um, correct it or um, to adjust it okay see you uh, i guess uh, next week see ya <laughs>